All right, boys and girls, this episode we talk about Mr. All Access, Mr. J. Lo, and how booing is better than applause. Ali talks about his teeth and why, kids, you should always brush them regularly or you end up with messed up teeth. We talk about pranks, practical jokes, and the fun you have doing them, classic comedy, accent Tourette's, and this week's episode is sponsored by GoodRx. They're not really sponsoring us, but, you know, one can pray, one can hope. GoodRx, the sponsor, hopefully. All that and more on Two Fat Those aren't real uh, guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Those aren't like sound effects that you see on it. That was us beatboxing. We're I, white too. We're not oh that good. Oh my god! At it. Oh my god! But yeah, I felt very uh, Anglo and Caucasian. I like this theme song. I know we talk about I this every time. It but gets I did get the mood. Now this is one of the free ones, right? We're not. We're not paying for this one, right? Well, it, it's not necessarily free, but uh, this band is before. never going to sue anybody <laughs> for promoting Good them. Call. Good this call. is Two Skinny J's. Two Skinny J's. I like Nerd. it. N-R-R-R-D. Wow. Go like out it. and buy it on iTunes. There you go, Two Skinny J's. We're going to use your song in perpetuity Yes. for promotional and purposes. Will, and when you make your way over to uh, Orlando, we will come to your show. Yeah, uh, I absolutely would. They're, yeah, they're actually really fun. Nice. I don't know that they're still touring though. It was uh, in the early '90s, late maybe late '90s that they were a band out of New York that never made it. I uh, I don't. I got introduced to them by a guy in St. Louis that worked with me, and uh, I've never let it go all the way to the end. But oh, I like it, it though. I do, man. I do. How you doing? How you doing, JLo? I'm good, man. I'm kind of recovering from the weekend. My voice got a little shot. I was in Denver. Oh, it's man. a mile high. A There's mile no high. water up there. There's no uh, humidity. And my yeah. voice got shot. As soon as I landed yesterday, though, it was like, oh, there's there's some there's uh, the, moisture. There's the moisture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I was I was a little I was a little bummed, man. I, I I'm jealous. Anytime you go to, to Denver, like I've got I've got family in Denver. So okay. anytime I go to Denver, I get home cooked meals when I go right. there. Um I remember taking Kevin Frady um when we did uh Denver. Right. Uh, the Red Rocks. And uh, we went to my cousin's house and his wife, and they made us some, whoo, some good food. Kevin was just like he didn't even talk. He was just <laughs> oh. And then uh, uh, one week, one year, I took uh, Benny Barker and I went up, and they took us up into the mountain, like got to see all of Denver. Sure. We went out, you know, downtown. We had a great time, man. Yeah, Denver, Denver was fun. Denver was a good race. It was very. The crowd was amazing. Like, you know, when we go places, people just get in Atlanta, Charlotte, they just look at you like, eh, OK, whatever, funny guy. You think yeah. you're being funny. But it was, every time I said, make some noise, the whole place, and it was packed the whole time. And uh, the best, the best, well, two really good uh, situations this weekend. So, okay. Um, I, I know we've talked ad nauseum about us shooting T-shirts. Well, well I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Did you just say ad nauseum? Yeah, I did. Did you use it correctly in a sentence? He did. Of course I did. Oh, my God. 
Ali. Continue. I don't. I don't even. I feel underdressed now I for mean, this. If you ask me to define it, I have no idea. Dude, I used in perpetuity earlier. See? Oh my God! I know. Who are you people? You said you did the Facebook Live and said that there was a guy that was too smart for this show. Yeah. We're highbrowing it tonight. Yeah. Come on, are, Ali. Wow, Ali. So yeah, I feel incognito. Is that is that no right? negative? No, no that it. doesn't work. Son of a. But good effort. Just Thanks. keep throwing them out there. It'll, it'll, you'll, you'll find your way. So uh, so we were shooting shirts this weekend, and uh, Al Rondon, who is mm -hmm. uh, the mellow yellow guy, he's the coke rep, and he yep. basically pays for all of our stuff. He's the one. He's our our guy, sponsor-wise, that we have to take care of. You know, we like, send him what we do every weekend. He's like, oh, that's great. He thinks we're great. Yeah. You and I both. And uh, so he's always wanted to shoot the T-shirt cannon. Shut up. So... This weekend, Al Rondon got to shoot the T-shirt cannon. Now, oh. in Denver, Denver, they, they've built this track out of the mountain. They yep. just carved it right outside of a mountain. And it's right in front of Red Rock. So if you've been to the Red Rocks, it's right there. You got to turn. You got to pass the entrance to get to the Red Rocks entrance. So they cut it out right in front. So Al gets out there. But the, the stands are tall, mm -hmm. but not deep. Do the right. T-shirts go farther there? The, you know what? They might. They might. They probably do. Yeah. Oh, because let me put it to you like this. Al Ronda gets out. I go, I, I, I come pulling out. Our guy says, hey, let's go out and shoot some shirts. And I'm like, I don't have anybody out there. And he goes, Al Ronda's sitting there. I go, let's make his world because this is all he's been talking about for two years. So I, I come pulling out and I look at him. I go and I pull. I have my finger and I'm going pulling the trigger. Doing a little gun and gun. Yeah, the gun. He goes, he goes, what? He lights up like a Christmas tree. I go, come on, Al. So Al gets out there. I explain to him how to do it. And I say, look. Just, you know, maybe hold it for like two seconds because it's a brand new air tank, too. So this thing's filled mm -hmm. to the brim. And uh, I go, maybe two seconds and then pull back and the T-shirt will come out. Well, Al probably shot nine T-shirts and got one in the stands. <laughs> he was out there and I and, and did. There's a top eliminator club uh, that sits near this track. He shot this thing over top eliminator. Oh. And it was I mean, it was easily, easily 250 yard shot. And he just, I mean, I'm like, what? I mean, it was like at that point in time, that was what might, might have been the third shot. The crowd booed him. No. They're like, and, and when I, and, and like when we do this and when, whenever, it, it, like I'm okay with getting booed because any reaction is a good reaction. Boo, yeah. yay, whatever. Um, so he shot this thing over the top eliminator and I'm like going, oh my God, that was the, that shot was huge. And uh, the place was, Boo! And I've never heard that many people boo. And it came down. I, I am a proponent of the fact that getting a good boo is equally good One, as I am too. getting a good applause. Oh, I yeah. am too. Yeah. It's a reaction. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all a reaction. It's not easy to get a big boo. No. no. Let me tell you, I've never, I mean, it was like, oh, boo! And I was like, oh my God. So he shoots another one, blows it over the top of the stadium again. And in my ear, our, our our boss is like keep it in the park because he's all worried about you know people on the other side not knowing mm -hmm. it's coming getting, getting hit, hit and they get sued whatever so at this point in time it's just raining down booze and I'm like don't you boo out Rondon don't you dare boo out Rondon how dare you and, and now now the other announcers are in my ear because they're going oh my god Evan is Evan's getting ready to explode you have no idea because he hasn't put one shirt in the stands they're, and they're like, he's gnashing teeth. And they're like people on the line. There's an announcer on the line. There's an announcer sitting right next to Evan. And they're giving me the play-by-play -play of what's going on with Evan in my head. <laughs> so I'm now saying, don't you boo, I'll run it. And I'm laughing hysterically. <laughs> 
Al finally gets like the eighth shirt in, and it was like everybody went, "Oh, finally! Hey, congratulations, you big loser!" But I'm like, "You can't boo Al Rondon. He's the guy who pays for all this stuff." I didn't say that, but that's what. <laughs> so after he was all said and done, I was just crying. I was like, "Dude, that was the best T-shirt launch ever!" Because you got one in, and no one cared about that one. It was just them booing you. <laughs> so he was he was ten cup in it. Oh my god, it was the greatest thing ever. Yes. Nobody's gonna care who won. They're gonna remember your twelve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was so great. So that was and I was all, man, I'm sorry. I hope I didn't embarrass you. And I go, embarrass me? That was the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I go, Did you hear how bad they booed you? And he goes, Yeah, but I I just feel really bad. I go, don't feel bad about that. I go, that was the greatest thing ever. He goes, I'll redeem myself. I go, you, why? I go, that was great. And uh, so afterwards, Evan's like, what are you doing, man? I go, Evan, there's a reason why I used to bring somebody else out here who knows how to shoot this gun. Because people get out there and they start cheering for you and mm -hmm. they lose their minds. And then they start going crazy and things start going. They want to see how far, much farther it can go because it's cool. I go, yeah. don't yell at me about this. So I, I got on his case about that. The second <laughs> one, the second one was another amazing boo like I've never heard before in my oh life. Oh, my God. So you know how we do a text to Winford tickets? Yeah. At the, the last, uh, we do, uh, we give away three sets of tickets. And on Sunday, that was the one we normally do. And uh, you were like, hey, you know, how many people have been coming here for blah, 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 blah? How many people want to come back for free on, my, on me or on us or whatever? NHRA, we're going to give you free tickets. Place, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, we went for any tickets. So the bit goes where text in, they send me the number, the, uh, who to call, and then I pick up the phone and I call, and mm -hmm. you know, we get winners. And, and I don't know how many times you go to, through this, but usually the first person doesn't answer. They, no, they don't answer. And I'm like, and I always tell them, I go, remember, you called me. You are texting me, so answer your phone from a 407 area code. I'm going to do it before we run finals, like in probably the next 10 minutes. So keep your phone in your hand. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call you. So sure enough, call the first person. The Sprint customer you're calling is not available. Uh -huh. I'm like, I go, oh, and the place goes, oh, come on. I, oh, they I, can hear that over the PA? Yeah, because I okay. stick my phone up there. So I go, well, let's go to the next number. It's a 626 area code. Oh, people are like, no. Ah. So as I'm calling that number, I get the next voicemail. Oh. So I'm like, oh, now I'm going down to the third number. I go, I guess I'm going to the third number. I go, wait, wait. It seems the first person is now calling me back. So that person is now calling me, and this place erupts. No, screw that. They're just yelling and screaming. <laughs> he right? lost his shot. Yeah, and, I, and so I, I go, hold on. Let's see what he's got to say. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Max. What's going on? I go, well, I'm trying to give away tickets, and you didn't answer your phone, Max. And uh, <laughs> so he's like, well, man, can I still win? And the place goes, no. I mean, I've never heard people. I go, you know what? Let's ask Bandermere who, if we should give tickets. Bandermere, should I let this guy who didn't answer his phone and didn't follow the directions, should I let him win tickets? Boo! No. I mean, it was louder than Al Rondon. <laughs> oh, it that's was awesome. deafening. I was like... Well, it seems Bandemir has spoken. I go, I, being the nice guy, would have done it and just given you a hard time about it. But these 20,000 people say no, no. So I don't think I'm going to be able to. So I hang up on him. Yeah. <laughs> I, was oh, like, I was just going to say, please tell me you actually hung I up said, on him because I would have had a call. Click. Yeah, go, see you later. Bye. So then I called and then I finally got the third person. But it was the freaking loudest boo ever. And I was like. I kind of feel bad for that guy now. <laughs> I mean, that guy just got totally hamskied by 20,000 other people.
Oh, that's but it was awesome. good. It was a good weekend, man. That crowd, they, they, they react. They do what you ask them to do. And I love it when they do that. That was awesome. That was awesome. Um, the last race I was in, I, I got to give mad props to Mr. Joe Stella. That guy is good with a T-shirt. Cannon. Oh, yeah. So we're in we're in uh, in New Hampshire. By the way, Joe Costello has an Internet radio show called WFO Radio. Wow. I figured right. I'd throw a shot out for we him. We should. Right we should. Of course. Um, so we get out there. And uh, and by the way, I have a video I need to show you. Okay. Um, of um, Mr. Brian Loans introing the drivers. Oh, I got to hear that with his with his thick. You were with in Epi, thick, New Hampshire with his thick New Hampshire accent. <laughs> it was freaking brilliant. Um, but so Joe comes out and um, he starts shooting, and then all of a sudden you hear. Brian get on the mic. Well, because all season long, I've been pitting them against each other. Yeah, Brian yeah. And, yeah, and Joe, yeah. Well, I, I, I do as well. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, my God. I say, folks, thankfully, we have a good uh, T-shirt uh, launcher because I'm not going to mention Brian Loans' name. Yeah, he's terrible. But Brian Loans is horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Joe goes out, and then all of a sudden, you hear Brian. Hey, hey, if you think you're such a hot shot T-shirt launcher, how about you hit me? And so Brian had gotten up on the top of the tower, the staircase, right yeah, up there. Right up there on the Epi, that yep. little horrible tower. That little, and it's tiny. Yes. But there's a, a small gateway, like, and there's antenna everywhere, and Joe's, like, sweating. He's like, I don't want to hit an antenna. Those things are expensive. <laughs> and, and he's like, he goes, why can't, why don't you hit me with a shirt? And I go, oh, you just got called out, son. I like it. And he goes, let's do it. He hits that thing, pumps it, and... On a rope. Had the fence not been there, he'd have got him right in the right in the balls. Oh my god! Oh, that's he'd have fantastic. hit him right in the twig and berries. It would have boom. <laughs> oh, it was great. And then you know, and then he goes out and he hits you know the crowd. Right, of course. He misses one. Yeah. He gets a small boo, but yeah, you know, but he hit okay. everything else. Oh, he was freaking on that's fire. That's amazing. But man. I got to let you listen to it. I recorded him uh, doing all the announcements. It's so great. <laughs> he he is so thick with that accent. Oh sometimes. my god! And Alan Reinhardt comes running around, going, "The new guy's a little long winded, don't you think?" Because it's like Brian's going all the way from the great state of Texas. She was born in right. nineteen blah blah blah. Was in this hospital, and the baby <laughs> came out two minutes early. Well, you know that she was fast. Riding in this one, sponsored by blah blah blah, using this tool the, to twerk this right. thing. And it was like, dude, get on with it. Announce uh, the we person. need we need to announce fifteen more people. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Alan runs around the stage, little long winded in the new guys. <laughs> well, that's taking Alan's mic time. That's why. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. Know. But yeah, well, that's you fun. know what I like about Alan's mic time though? It's so spontaneous. He never redoes like jokes <laughs> over. And over again. By the I way, sense a little bit of you, you say this. Oh, he, he's got his whole thing this weekend. The PR people like the uh, Puerto Ricans. No, not those people. Public relations. people. Oh, sorry. Yeah. The uh, public relations people. I They made a uh, Reinhardt's rambling bingo. So they did bingo with all of Alan Reinhardt's saints. <laughs> Dude, it was epic. It was. Epic. Oh, my God. I've what got are a, his I've, sayings. Like, uh, 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 I don't have a green hat. Oh, which yeah. Was that the like they, they give the number one qualifiers a green hat. Oh, you don't have a green hat. How, how do you not have a green hat? Or he goes, he could go to the top with this with this run or cars way too fast to go left. Uh, hold on. I got a li- I took a picture of it. Let me. Oh, my God, dude. Things. You got it. That's awesome. It's so Alan, great. Alan is like 
Alan, Joe, Brian, all the guys. They're amazing. They're so good at what they do. Like yeah. they bring up facts that about the car and the driver and everything like that. And it's so quick too. like, you know, I mean, it's a quarter mile. It's three seconds, four seconds that they're running. And during that time, they, they, they spout out the time. I mean, they're freaking. They don't have it's people amazing. giving them. All I mean, they've got little notes like they've yeah. got their little notes. And yeah. there's like but, a there's a uh, like a, a computer screen. that yeah, tells a statistician. You yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. But they're hitting things and then just personal stuff. And then what was killing me was was that they have it all in their head too because when they're on the fly like when we do nitro school right or you know brian or joe does you know they're doing the tour the pit tours and stuff they're spouting out stuff about the each driver that they see walking around and then we'll talk about who their sponsor is what car they're driving what they're doing where they started you know I, and it's like how do you know all that yeah well this is their life too yeah, you know they, yeah. they they get it, but you know it's just like any other announcer. They 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 do their research and they know some stuff. But here's some of the rambling Reinhardt bingo uh, things. Oh God! And they had different ones. Monster matchup. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bandemir Speedway. That smoke is totally normal. Uh, attention in the pits. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, got to that, be in there. Uh, it might be. Hold on. Not one dime. He says that not one dime of this money uh, of the sponsorship money goes from uh, make a wish to this. These people. That's they, right. They have one big eye. So because he likes to say I and he tells stories about when he did. Hey, let's sit it down to Brian. Right place. <laughs> right time. Kind of sport. Best runner of the beat. Uh, you got to yell it like that. Boom. <laughs> in the house. For those of you who are scoring at home. Cars way too fast to turn left while it's quiet. Mr. All Access, which that's me, which is always good when they say that. I I know it just eats people alive. (laughs) They're ready, set. Watch the replay. McMillan, how about that? We got one locked up. I love race day. He's got something here. Announcer at NHRA.com. Right about now. Comes up short. Here comes the champ. And there was like way more, but they put a different. Oh, my God. It was so great. I was like, and Brian, the uh, loans gave him half of these things. (laughs) But they were, and uh, Courtney Enders ended up winning, and then she got a celebratory uh, mellow yellow at the end of the weekend. So when she won, but uh, I think they're going to do it next week and do a five dollar buy in. So nice. So get ready when you're out. Nice. There. But we don't hear them talk. I mean, I hear them, but I don't hear them. You know. Yeah, I kind of not tune focusing. Them out. I'm not either. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to drown out the cars. He's um, the in stadium PA announcer. Yeah. He's the voice oh, of the okay. NHRA. The voice. I call him the voice of the NHRA. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Alan Hart. But not Alan the TV Reinhardt. guy. Like, no, 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 no. He difference. does do some TV. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's usually when the TV's off. <laughs> That's when he looks his best. Let's be honest. Yeah. So in venue, you hear, you hear Alan Reinhardt, Brian Loans, Joe Costello, and then myself and Ali when we're there. Yeah. Nice. That's when we're, when we're there. But we're the idiots. So we don't know anything about drag racing. I have no clue. I was saying to uh, to Mr. All Access, yeah, to Mr. All Access, <laughs> that uh, the NHRA made huge headlines over the weekend. Did they? John Force won a race. Finally, yes. yeah. sixty-nine years old. Sixty-nine. Oh, yeah. years old. Yeah, finally. Dude, yeah, he's like one of the winningest. Yeah, but this year it was, it was his hundred forty-ninth uh, win. Yeah, this year is this season has not been it's not, not been, been kind, kind to, to Mr. No. Mr. Force. Yeah, no. but still, man, John Force is Elvis. Yep. Out yeah. on that track, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, anytime he walks by, anytime he drives by in a little scooter, the crowd goes crazy. Crazy. Man. They they love him. I at driver intros uh, last season. I started calling him the goat. 
We all know what the goat means. Greatest of all mm-hmm. time. John Force doesn't know what the goat is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you're not familiar with John Force, John Force kind of has Gary Busey like quality. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he, is, he is Gary Busey to me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Gary Busey doesn't have it all together right then. But, you know, from all those years of being blown up and riding down the track, I mean, he, he, his head's a little fumes. rattled. Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm, t- I'm calling the goat, he kind of got, I mean, this went on for six races. And finally, he said something to the president of the company. He's like, hey, uh, I don't know why he's calling me the goat. He needs to stop that. He goes, I'm just a guy out here trying to run races. So I get the, uh, Jason, I need to talk to you. Uh, listen, stop calling John Force the goat. I go, why? He is. He goes, I get it. But he doesn't, he doesn't want that. I'm like, fine. I won't call him the goat. So now I just talk, call him 16-time world champ. Basically, call it exactly. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just say yeah. it differently. So, but yeah. Did anybody explain to him? No, what but it, it's was? funny. His, uh, his PR guy was like, he goes, dude, I love it that you were calling him the goat because he has no idea what that is. He goes, I can't wait till he comes and starts yelling at me about why he, I'm calling him the goat. <laughs> and sure enough, it did, and it yeah. rolled downhill, and I was the one that caught it. So, uh, John Force is the guy that pays his fines in the, or he used to at least, pays his fines uh, at the beginning of the year. Yeah, because uh, he would cuss live and uh, and the thing, and he's like, "Yeah, we got the car down there. Shit, I didn't even know what the hell we're doing." He puts like, it on retainer. Oh yeah, he's just he's like, gotta, he cusses all the my time. My favorite John Force thing of all time. <laughs> it was. Uh, I don't even know what track we were at, but somebody had just died of prostate cancer. Oh. And John Force was, I mean, it, it was it was all over. It was a, a big time person at drag racing. I don't know who it was, but he just died of prostate cancer. So um, John Force got, got an interview and Joe Costello was interviewing oh, him. God. And John Force took the microphone. And I hear Alan, <laughs> don't give him the microphone. Get the mic back. Hold on to your microphone. Yelling at Joe Costello. But John Force proceeded to do a little eulogy for this guy who had just died. And, you, know, mm-hmm. you know, he's out there. And this guy, he made the track so great. And blah, 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 blah. So and he was just eulogizing him there. But he yells and he does his thing. And he uh, he started saying, he goes, man, and, and for every guy out there, I want you to definitely go out and get your pronate uh, checked. Definitely get your pronate check because you don't want to die of pronate cancer. He must have said pronate like 16 times. And I'm listening to this. I go, pronate cancer. You can die because you walk on the outside Side of your, of your feet. feet? <laughs> That's a cancer well, now? Well, I mean, the inside of your feet get tumors yeah, on them. Yeah, you know, I'm like, what lack of walking on I them. I go, and, he, and I was like, the first couple of times, I go, he said prostate, right? No, he said pronate. <laughs> and he just went on and on and on and said pronate 16 times. And I was like, that is the greatest thing I've ever heard of my life. Can't oh, get awesome. fined for that. No. Nope. But nope, he does nope. swear all the time. Oh, God. It's, 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 it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Uh, when we used to, back in the day, when we used to interview, we used to actually interview drivers and stuff. We used, I don't know. Was it Sonoma or Pomona where they have the stage on the side, like right by the start line? Oh, yeah. Right it's Sonoma. To, it's Sonoma. Sonoma. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we used to have a show. I don't know if you guys still do it. I haven't been to Sonoma in decade. No, we don't um, do it. But we used to do a show where we'd bring the drivers up. We'd be the crowd out there. You've been we, doing this for 10 years? I've been doing it longer, longer than 10 years. Longer than that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 2000. Two, maybe two thousand three. Yeah, wow, yeah. ish. You yeah. guys are Mr. All Access. I took a bit of a break, a little forced. Uh, I went. At, they, we we got the contract back, and and I was I I, I couldn't go to all of them. And they're like, oh, go out and train Kevin and Ali. So we I went out and trained Kevin and Ali, and Kevin and Ali were out there for a while. Oh yeah, we were for a while, we were for a like a couple time, of years yeah. together. Doing yeah, several thing. years. It was good. It was good times. And then Kevin said, I can't go out anymore. I'm done. So then I started going back out. Well, yeah. Well, that was because I would, I had, 
I, I had been, I've taken my vacation, um, um, which I make my triumphant return to, to Brainerd. Did you do something wrong? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Don't say it though. I'm not, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, not for, not, not for while the, the mics are on. No, no. Um, so I came back and when I left, uh, Benny Barker came on and Benny Barker is a bit much. Benny, a bit Benny, much. I love Ben Barker. I love Ben Barker. He's one of my best friends. I love him to death. Hey, brother. Hey, but, brother. But What's Benny, up, brother? when he gets going and he's drinking, he's having a good time. <laughs> it's just much. It's, it's a bit much. Uh, and Kevin's like, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. If I have to go out of the road with him one more time, I'm going to fucking kill him. Yeah, so. going out on the road with people is there are people I won't go out on the road with. You anymore have to, you have to like them. Yeah, you you have to at least be able to tolerate them. Yeah. or get away from them. If neither of those two things is possible, they're under yeah, the and you can't really get away from. No. I mean, you're, you you're together. You're together the entire time. So I yeah. work with people where we'll be like we'll work. And then be like, okay, see you tomorrow. Yeah, bye. And yeah, but we room together. We're like, oh, we're used yeah, to no, yeah. in a car together. In a car together. So in a we golf cart not, together. Yeah, it's like there's no escape. I was asked to room with somebody one time, and I was like, no, nah, I'm an adult. I, I can't do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I wish no, I, I've tried believe that. Me, we've yeah, tried. Well, tried I mean, if it took tried. the gig away, I may, I may, but I would. So, I just gotta say, yeah, they're room. like, nope, nope. Sorry, you got a room. Got a room with somebody you don't know. So, anyways, all right. But, oh, speaking of booing, you were talking about booing and stuff like that. My favorite boo moment was Gator Nationals. My first time doing it, not the training, when you guys took me out to Gator Nationals and got my trial by right. Nitro, and it was horrible, and I almost shit myself because it was so loud and crazy. Um, but I remember going out there, Gator Nationals, and uh, it was like one of the first times I started giggling, and Kevin's like, what are you giggling for? And I said, I'm going to get these people to hate me. <laughs> so I said... What's up, Gainesville? Wow. Woo. Man, it is nice to be here, home of the world-famous championship NCAA football Florida State Seminoles. Oh, yeah. For you. <laughs> Boo. Boo. And I go, wait. Hold on, that is my fault. That is my mistake. This town actually wins championships. Yeah, let's give. Let me hear you go. It's great to be a Miami Hurricane. It's great. It. Boom! <laughs> we hate you. That's that was always awesome. good. No, it was great. That is good. I fucking love. We it. used to do. We we used to go out. It was not more than two people. There was four of us that would go out, and whoever had the mic was. I mean, it was uh, the worst. And I'll never forget uh, Joe Mulvihill, who had the contract, who was the guy oh, doing God. the thing. Uh, his brother-in-law would go out, and his brother-in-law was the biggest. It probably still is the biggest Michael Jordan fan on the planet. This, oh yeah, this is when Michael Jordan was still playing, and. Uh, I'll never forget Joe Mulvihill's like, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I want to see right here. This guy, and, and we're in Chicago. This guy is the biggest fan. He loves this team so much. And Joe's like getting all excited. And I was like, oh, he's going to talk about the Bulls and I'm going to be. Uh. <laughs> and, he, and they were playing. I don't even know who they were playing in the finals. It could have been the Lakers. I don't know who it was. But he goes, he's the, let's call it like, the biggest Laker fan on the planet. The place. Boom. <laughs> And this guy, Joe Janelle, gets so butthurt. I'm like, dude, just relax. You know it's coming. You've <laughs> you been knew. around this guy forever. You He's your brother. No, it's Moville. Oh, it's the greatest thing ever. Literal, <laughs> literal Jeff's going to say, they never played the Lakers. The yeah, finals. I don't know who it was, but who, who they were playing. Jazz. The Jazz. Probably the maybe. Jazz, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't know, but it was, it, but yeah, that's just, that was that, that was those are fun times. Oh yeah, Good man, times. I like when you mess with your friends. That's the best. I mean, yeah. when you're messing with your friends, like I love practical jokes. I love doing it's going away like that. though. People are like kids today. They don't do it anymore. No, it's like, not it's not PC culture. Maybe I don't know. But well, everybody's butthurt. Everybody gets butthurt. That's what it is. It's easily. like too offensive. Like, yeah, everybody you can't gets... say anything that you would used to like what we used to say to our friends when we were younger. Oh. We yeah. would be tarred and feathered. For oh, yeah. These days. And I get it. I mean, every generation goes through a change like you. You know, things you can and can't say. It's considered things bullying. changing uh, the bullying stuff. I, I'm a, I, I believe Chris Rock. I, I stand by That's Chris Rock. Uh, yes. When he says we need bullies, without bullies we'd have no comedians, we'd have no nerds. Yep. We need bullies. Yep. Yeah. It, it's true. It's true. It teaches you how to deal with it. And his last special, he talked about that. He says, yeah. um, he goes, you know why? You know, you know, you know why Trump happened? Because we got rid of bullies. We didn't know what to do when an actual bully showed up. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. They teach you. They train you how to deal with people. Um, no, I love fucking with people. I love doing jokes. Like I used to, one of my favorite things used to be to, if anybody, anybody, well, I'll still do it, um, leaves their phone out and unlocked. That's my favorite. Yeah, you're taking I pictures through the whole thing. Take pictures yeah. or go on their Facebook if they don't have a thing. Put a status up there. My favorite thing is just got back <laughs> from the doctor. Uh, everything is still itchy down there. If we've hugged, quote, hugged recently, you might want to go get checked out. And then, <laughs> and then what's awesome What's is to phone? see the people immediately yeah, starting to respond. <laughs> <laughs> Just like parents. Honey, do you need to say this? Do you need you to tell okay? me something? What's yes. going on? Or um, I haven't had my period in, uh, in I'm three weeks late on my period. Oh, my God. Fingers crossed, guys. <laughs> Honey, That's horrible. Oh, it's great. I, I love I would, that. I would quickly become a bully if you did that to me. <laughs> When I was uh, when I was a, when I was in college at UCF, um, there was a some a group of friends that lived right by the campus in their own apartment, and uh, I used to hang out there. That was our that was our hangout. We'd had parties there. We did everything, and my favorite thing to do was with uh, Jason Flora, my buddy Jason Flora. We'd always fuck with each other somehow, some kind of practical joke. And one time, I went into his room and I put his box spring on top of his mattress, but then I remade his bed. <laughs> That's so, commitment. That oh, yeah. Commitment. Oh, wait. He takes it gets better all wait, before you did it that? It gets better. So <laughs> so he goes to lay down and he, mother, Ale, what? Bitch, why do you always think it's me? Because it is you. Yeah, it, it was me. So one of the guys decides to leave. JR is going back to Tallahassee for a week, maybe, or something like that. And he's going to go see his girlfriend. And he's like, Ali, don't mess with my room. I've never messed with this room. I only mess with Jason Flora. That was it. We had that understanding. Oh. JR, I've never messed with your room. I'll never mess with you. We don't have that. Don't mess with my room, Ali. I go, I've never messed with you, JR. I'm fine. Flora, if he leaves, yeah, yeah, his room's fucked. He goes, I don't trust you. I'm closing. I'm locking the door. And he goes to lock the door. And I go, are you fucking kidding me? I've never done anything. All right. But now, All you're, right. now you're in. Now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're in. So he leaves. And I go, that fucker locked the door. So I went around. He didn't lock his windows. So I went out, broke into his room. And I emerged 45 minutes later. Everybody had thought I'd gone home. They're like, dude, we were wondering where the hell did you go? And I go, I was in JR's room. And they went, <gasps> when you emerged, <laughs> oh, did you go shit. back through the window and then out the Oh, no, I came out through the door. Came out through the door, grabbed a beer out of the fridge, sat down. What's up, fellas? Like, where the fuck were you, man? It's like in JR's room. Oh, oh, shit. So they walked in and they went, I hear laughter already. And what they saw was a completely empty bedroom. Empty. Everything was in his bathroom. 
I put his mattress, his box spring, his dresser, his clothing, everything he had on the wall. Everything in his room was in his bathroom. Um, so fast forward week, and we all knew when JR was coming home. So we're sitting there watching TV. JR comes in. What's up, fellas? Hey, what's up, man? How was your, how was your week? It's good. How's your girl? It's good, man. It's good. It's all right, man. We're all quiet, and he goes to his room. And we, we hear, son of a bitch. Ali! What? And he just starts laughing. He just starts laughing, which is great. You know, he's a good sport. He starts laughing. He goes, where? 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 Why? Where? Could you even open the bathroom door? <laughs> yeah, because okay. I, I left enough room. He goes, oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? How did you... Why? How? How? I said, it took me about 45 minutes. Next time, <laughs> lock your window. Yeah. Oh, no. I had left a sign on his window. Uh, when, he, when he opened the door, he saw a big sign. Next time, lock your window. That's great. Or don't say, don't do something. That's like an yeah. invitation. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Secretly, I think he wanted me to mess with his room. All right. He felt left out. He felt left out. Yeah. So, you know what? I, you don't good. open that door, though. No. No, it's like, because <laughs> it's, it's not like it's a one-time thing. Like, no, no. It, yeah, he uh, probably did it more and more. Well, Jonathan, we did on the on the road. Um, there was a guy that oh, worked at one of the ScreenWorks yeah. trucks, and he just and and again, he decided to fuck with me and Kevin. Uh, he put axle grease on our steering wheel. He started like zip tying our our um, our cannon and all this stuff. It's like, Jonathan, <laughs> I said, dude, you don't want to mess with us, man. We're gonna we're gonna hurt you hard. Whatever, dude. Whatever. And then he did the axle. The axle grease was the last thing. We're like, this really? motherfucker. So we were in Chicago, um, and Joliet and our, our good friends, the Kaberskis, were there. And I went over to John, and I go, John, um, I need some, uh, I need some meat, I need something, some old meat that you have. He goes, cooked? Nope. Old meat. <laughs> he goes, why? And I go, uh, there's somebody playing practical jokes on me and Kevin, and we're gonna, we're gonna have some fun with him. I like how he said cooked before why. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So he goes. <laughs> I got some chicken we're not going to make. Oh, I go, let's get that. Let's get that. So we get chicken. We get some uh, um, aluminum foil. And Jonathan had just told us where his spare key was to his rig. He goes, if you guys get drunk, just hang out. You can sleep in my rig. Thanks, buddy. So we knew where his spare key was. So that night we go into his rig and place the chicken under the spare, uh, the, the passenger side oh. seat, wedge it in there and let it sit. How many weeks Never was it before it. he? At least it. three. Oh, at least three God. to four. Almost a month. Oh, because the, the hurricane went through Dallas, so that week got canceled. So it was like it was it was a long time. Right. So we would get we would get a call from JL who was uh, working in the in the truck, and JL would go, guys, no one can get near that truck, man. <laughs> like he knew, no one gets near it, and he's just sitting in there smoking a cigarette, and we're like, oh my God, dude, how? <laughs> He said it yes. got to the point like Dallas got um, got the hurricane went through. So Dallas got canceled and he's driving around in this truck and he goes, it's hot as hell. And he's like, do you guys smell that? Oh. And I mean, they would have had to probably just get rid of the truck. Oh, I mean, he still getting finally rid of called it. in Vegas. He finally had to call ScreenWorks. You got to come get this truck. I can't find the smell. It's horrible. Oh. I can't. I can't take it anymore. God. I've tried all the Febreze, the the scents, everything. I can't get take rid it. of the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so they find it. They find it and it's oh, covered in maggots. I would have thrown up right now. 
just listen it to the story. It is covered in so I'm much horror. Just oh, it's a horror show. God. Underneath that seat, it's a just. He's like, Jonathan is freaking out. He's like, who, who oh. would do that? What son? And JL goes, <laughs> you can't think of anything, anyone you've pissed off recently. Uh, no. You can't think of anyone within the past month that you may have fucked with on the road that may have may have wanted to got you back. And he goes, fucking Kevin and Ali. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just I can see what it looks like. It's oh. Oh, I want to throw up. <laughs> A it squirrel was, died in the oh air conditioner. God, van that was the work vans once. Oh. And you just like once that smell gets in, it takes forever oh. to get rid of it. Oh, the worst thing I ever did like that smell uh-huh. in high school. We what was uh, her name? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we worked at I worked at uh, Athletes Foot in the Altamont Mall selling tennis shoes. That's what I did. I did that and I sold like all through high school or when I was 16 and then like into college. Hey, and Mike. there was there was a couple people there that were just really annoying. There was this one lady who was totally annoying and we were like. God, she bothers us. She's always telling us what to do. Always, you know, you're not doing this. I'm like, just shut up. Leave us alone. So me and my buddy got the bright idea. And we heard this someplace to um, put Lindberger cheese on the manifold of her car. Oy. So oh. when it uh, when it that shit stinks regardless. Yeah. Yeah. But imagine it burnt and melting oh. on your manifold. Oh, yeah. God. That car was pretty much ruined at that point in time because and, and we thought that we were like, ah, the funniest people ever and she was almost great to sue us because we to, i mean we destroyed her i mean that car was just disgustingly <laughs> gross she was like i can never ride this car again so we did that and then uh we got a new uh, assistant manager there and he was a total dickwad and uh we were in spencer's gifts one time and uh <laughs> we saw this thing called a tailpipe whistle and uh all of this is just two like o-rings and it's metal two o-rings and then it's got little flanges or you know mm-hmm. pieces of metal and you can bend them out so they stick in the thing Whoop. and so when the when you put it when you push your foot on the gas it would go <laughs> and it was so unbelievably loud the, the night we did it we sat in the parking lot for two hours waiting for him to drive away and as he's driving away we could hear that thing and it was i mean <laughs> I've never laughed so hard in my life. And we're there that like they went on for like three or four days before he and all and all you gotta do is, you know, go in there with a coat hanger and pull it out. Well, he didn't know what the hell it was. Oh my so god, that's great. He comes walking in and, and <laughs> my buddy Greg and I are standing here and standing there in our dumb athlete's foot khaki pants and our red athlete's foot shirts. And uh he comes walking in and this guy was such a douche. He was like brooding like he was ready to fight and this guy was not going to fight anybody and he goes he comes in and he slams his tailpipe whistle down on the thing I'm like oh what is that and I, I mean I, there's the, how I kept a straight face I don't know I go what is that that looks pretty cool and he goes you know what it is it cost me $400 to get a new muffler because of this little piece and my buddy goes and he's as smart as he goes funny it only cost us nine ninety five to buy I was done I was done I was, I was like I can't even focus and, and, and I mean quickly after that we lost our jobs but no it was still it, it was the funny but it was just here so unbelievably loud and you could hear something like what take your foot off the gas <laughs> So great. <laughs> Whoever came up with the tailpipe whistle was the greatest invention ever to me. I'm not going to fall for the tailpipe and the whistle. That's or the it. whistle and the tailpipe. That's it. It was so. Oh. <laughs>
He goes, they had to cut my muffler apart, and then they, and then you should have seen my face when they gave it to me. I knew it was you guys. I'm like, okay, whatever, thanks. <laughs> I want to see the 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 mechanics' faces because you know they were laughing they're their like, asses I, they're off. They're like four hundred bucks. Thank you. Enjoy new muffler. <laughs> God, All you was, needed was a coat hanger to take this thing out. Yeah, that's what he told me. You only needed that. It came right out. Speaking of Planned Parenthood, jeez. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was bad. That was that bad. Was I'm horrible. sorry. We'll, we'll edit that out. No, we won't. No, we won't. No, we won't. I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They so, just do mammograms there. Yes, right? yes, yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, so I'm in a lot of pain, gentlemen. I'm in pain. Why? Um, Emotional pain or physical pain? Physical pain. Um, kids, uh, here's a little lesson, a little PSA for the kids out there. Um, when your parents tell you to brush your teeth, Oh no! Uh, do it twice. Do it twice a day. Make sure you floss regularly. Two minutes a day, or 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 you will end up with fucked up teeth later on in life. Yeah. I've always had bad teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, like even as a little kid, I would get cavities quickly. I don't know. I've never had. Well, growing up in Immokalee, we don't have the best dentists and shit. No. So we don't. They don't go. You have weak enam- enamel or things like that. So I don't. They I'm send not, you to the Indian witch doctor. Yes. Put yes. this thing on there. And uh, you fix you teeth. rub turtle piss on your tooth right. and dance naked in the pale moonlight. There you go. Yeah, and it should be fine. So I've got, I've had, you know, before I lost my uh, insurance, you know, I'd have root canals and I had, you know, crowns and everything like that. Well, after I lost my insurance, one of the crowns popped off, broke off, and it's expensive as hell to fix. So I've got to get a tooth pulled. Like it's, it's missing right there. Um, I'm missing one up here. On the top right. Yeah. And missing one down here. All right. Because they're all bad and they had to come out. And I got to get them. I'm going to get the implants and stuff. But yeah, they're, they're cheap now. Which is, no, they're cheap now. Like, are they? What are we talking yeah, cheap wise? Like four or five hundred bucks a piece. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. yeah for a new they tooth? Would, forget about yeah, it. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, because I was, when I first started to get this one done, it was going to cost me three grand. Yeah. Total just for that because they had to do the drill. They had to do, the, uh, like right now I've got all the bone in it. They're like, it's going to take six months to set all that bone resin and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that we can put the drill or the, the screw in it and, and then put your tooth on it. It was going to cost me like three grand a tooth. So yeah, I'm like, crazy. son of a bitch. That's like boob jobs. You know, in the beginning yeah. they were like 10 grand. I'm right. like, yeah, I'm hoping to get them done. Too fitty. But right now, I've been dealing with... <laughs> Two one at a time. <laughs> right next to the tooth that, that the crown broke off. Yep. Um, that one, uh, I was eating, and it broke. This was about a year ago. Yeah. It broke, and I didn't have any insurance. I had no more dental insurance, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'll just deal with it. I'll be fine. And then it started to hurt. Yeah. So I went to a dentist and spent $150 just... Just to get the x-ray. Yeah, just, just to say. Just to, to get the x-ray done, $150, $200, just to, to look at it. And they went, you need a root canal there. We're going to need a root canal. And we're going to take that out, put a crown on it. And I was like, fuck, it's another $1,500 for that because the root canal is $750. And then with no insurance, that's what, like, it's just expensive as hell. So I've been going, all right, let me wait. Let me see if I get some insurance. If you're going to think insurance. I'm a douche for saying no, this. No, don't. But if you go to 7-Eleven on your way home. And get some gel super glue and get your kid to drip a couple drips of gel super glue in there and let it dry. It takes like four minutes. Don't clint your teeth teeth together while you get super right. glue in there. Once it dries, it'll be in there for like a month and you won't have any problems. Oh wow. It won't Look hurt. At that. The nerve will no longer. But right be now, I know it's infected, it's swollen right now. Yeah. And I need to go get it pulled. I'm like, I just gotta go get it pulled. I gotta get rid of it. Oh, you and can go to like you can go to like the the like little like 
uh, walk-in center and they'll yank your tooth out. Just been you. working on his Jeep out back. We probably got some pliers. I have some serious out. pliers out there to Let's rip that, that. Yeah, man. I'm like, I have shoes. I'll, 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 it's like uh, use the like uh, the fishing line and the door trip. Yeah. Yes. I'll Facebook Live it right now. <laughs> That'll be awesome. <laughs> no, we are not Facebook Living pulling of my tooth. Um, but yeah, man, I... Oh, God. Bro, I have no insurance and I haven't had insurance in God knows how long. And I don't even know. I mean, I, I my kid blew out both of his knees. Dude. Yeah. You can't, you can't, uh, like, it's better to not have insurance these days. It's like, yeah. uh, my, my insurance through the union is, uh, I think, $1,000 a month. I'm like, I could Ooh. have another fucking house. See, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. And, <laughs> and the, um, like, I have a seven year old. I'd rather be dead with two houses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Kids will be happier. The, uh, but, like, like, I go to take my kid to the, uh, you know, pediatrician, and she's like, oh, you don't have insurance? And I love when they ask. Uh, do you do you have insurance? I'm like, nope. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they, you know, like, okay, guess what? I have cash, and I'm more than happy to pay cash for it. Mm-hmm. And my pediatrician's like, you know, if it's a hundred fifty dollar well visit, she's like, she's like, I'll just charge you seventy five bucks because I would rather have your seventy five dollars now than the, wait the ninety days. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and I find that happens everywhere. Well, and, and I'm actually, I'm actually part of like I don't have insurance, but I'm paying um, for it's called Liberty Health Share. Yeah, a share, plan. a health yeah. share thing. Uh-huh. And so the doctor, like I pay for, um, I pay eighty five a month for a doctor. It's yeah. basically a club. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I get unlimited visits for me and my daughter. Yeah. Um, to to go see the doctor, it's free every time, um, and. As long as it's not like an opioid or anything like that, the medication is, is usually free. And, e- and even, even then, uh, you don't have to have insurance for medications. You right, can but use the medication is expensive. No, 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 they're not. You use you, uh, shit. Is- well, no, it's, it's uh, fuck, man, I, I, I know this. Uh, there's a website that you go to, and they give you a code, and you use that, and you get your medications for like 10 bucks. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. See, I, I need all of this. Yeah. yeah. That, because the, the health share thing. Just a second. This is actually something I'd like to share with all of the seven people that yeah. listen, because this is no bullshit yeah a lot of times it's cheaper than what your insurance costs oh wow you don't have the insurance that makes your prescriptions like four bucks it's typically like 10 bucks mm-hmm. for for the expensive insurances literally 170 dollar bottle of pills right goes to ten dollars see that's wow. crazy see yeah, I, that's I, something that's completely free and on the internet after yeah, our amazing. friend just passed away yeah um i was like man i probably need to go to the doctor because mm-hmm. i had been the doctor forever and i was on high blood pressure medication and high cholesterol and I hadn't been taking it for probably five years. And my blood, I went to the Publix, I'm like, and stuck my arm in the little thing. It was like 185 over 120. Uh-oh. And that thing says, you go to the doctor, you're yeah. going to die. And I was like, okay, so I better <laughs> go to the doctor. So I went to, made an appointment at this new place over by my house. And uh, he was like, all right, so you don't have insurance, so we're just going to do this. Da, 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 da. He goes, you seem fine. They did an EKG. <laughs> he goes, that's fine. You don't, you know, uh, you're, you're all good. Um, but they were doing blood work. He goes, you can pay for it here. It's only going to cost you like, you know, 250 bucks or you can pay for it there. And they're going to charge you like 500. I go, I'll pay the 250. It's smart. Yeah. So I do that. And then uh, I go to fill my prescriptions. Well, the cholesterol was like seven ninety nine at Publix. But the high blood pressure one for a three month supply was like one thousand like fifty dollars. And I said, there's no way on God's green earth. I go, I'll just die. I go, we're good. I'll have high blood pressure. There's no way I'm paying a thousand bucks every three no. months. 
It's not happening. All no. right. So it's GoodRx. GoodRx. the name of the website. And I was like, you said opioids, which mm-hmm. still seem to be expensive, but you can get 30 uh, Oxycontins, which I think is pretty much the top of the heap anymore, yeah. for 7466 Wow. With Just by going to this website. I love That's how me good. and Ali are both writing but, this down. On yeah, but let, let me say this. So I take Omeprazole. I get it with my insurance, mm-hmm. so I, I don't uh, have to use this. But I take a Meprazole, and it is uh, if I used Good RX. Here mm-hmm. we go. Here we go. This is GoodRx.com. Yeah, just GoodRx.com, and you put it in there, and it gives you all the prices from all the different places. Five dollars and twenty-five cents. Wow, for to get the prescription filled. Huh, yeah. that's crazy. With with no with no insurance. So and, and like anything, like uh, check Ambien. Okay, Ambien. Ollie's like sleeping. T- Ollie isn't tired, so let's go with Ambien. Yeah. Do you take Ambien? Ambien. I a lot? don't. My girlfriend does though, and that's the only thing I can think of that's something that, like, she takes, and that's like I just found out that her insurance will not cover it. Eight dollars and six cents. But how wow. You, so what's the catch? You, you just you, you got to sign no, up. There's and do no whatever. catch. This, these are people that care about people. So they went in and negotiated these deals with these people who don't right. want to have to deal with the insurance companies. Okay. And they said, whatever you're making off the insurance companies, our website will get the people to come in with this coupon, free coupon. Right. You, this will never, ever charge you, ask you for any information, nothing. Mm-hmm. Literally, you go to the site, you type in what you want. I just typed in uh, Ambien, and it's $8 and wow. 6 cents. And you don't so need a prescription or anything? You need the prescription. Prescription, yes. Okay. You, you prescription. have to go to the doctor and get the okay, prescription. Okay, gotcha. That's, but that's like with this, with what I have now, like you were talking about, they'd rather pay cash. Sure. Like they'll take it. That's how they deal. Like they, if I go to, uh, I had to go get blood work done and, um, and you know, they're like, what's your insurance? And I go, I don't have insurance. I have this. Yeah. Here's my, it's my direct they MD love it. and that. And they're like, oh, I don't know how to charge that. And one of the managers came up, I do. And goes, yep. And uh, they'll bill you, they'll pay us cash and then you pay them. And they put it on my, like my monthly, they just add it to my monthly fee. Uh, anything I do, I have a deductible of a thousand a month, uh, a year. Yeah. Um, and they will pay um, up to a million dollars in a hospital per incident, but they pay the doctor's cash. Yeah. And and what is your thing called? It's called uh, Liberty Health Share. Yeah. And, yeah, and there, there are because of the fact that they I think it was an executive order that was signed that mm-hmm. made it where you can do insurance across straight state lines. And now companies can get like n- not necessarily companies, but like my wife owns a dance studio. Right. So now 10 dance studios can come together and mm-hmm. set up yeah. this health sharing plan. Right. And they all pay in all of the money that it costs to pay cash to these doctors. But yeah. they all share the cost. Sure. So so let's just say for a baby and we just had one and mm-hmm. our insurance got fucked up so we had right. to pay cash for the baby it was eleven thousand dollars to have yeah. a baby yeah with cash it was 40 which i could have got insurance. i could have got a sure. baby on the black market for, know, 7, for way 000. less for <laughs> way less but it would have had its heart on the outside but so so you go for it's eleven thousand dollars but everybody say there's 200 people in it right. everybody splits that eleven thousand mm-hmm. right. dollars and gotcha. then bam that's yeah all your for. your monthly like my monthly is 250 a month that covers me and my daughter um and that's the share. That's it's that's the, the part same the thing that originally insurance companies were supposed to be mm-hmm. before they got bloated and became bureaucracies. Yeah, right. Because there's no reason why an insurance company guy that owns an insurance company should have two fucking jets and a yacht yeah, and four houses. I know that's yeah. what happened. Is um, I know. Just, I know. Crazy. I know. Um, I know. 
Jason will want to know this. Um, Viagra, see how much that is? All right. oh, yeah. We will or want Cialis. to know this. I'm no longer going to be able to go to GoodRx and be like, <laughs> fuck this guy. <laughs> what is this guy searching? <laughs> yeah, I'm going back. It's taken a minute. My, uh, it, this, this recording and uh, having the program up that plays all the bells and whistles, that uh, takes up a lot of my, uh, my computer speed. I'm vamping. Oh, okay. Yeah, vamping. So like the Liberty Health Chair, I, I had to lie. Because it's a it's a Christian based yeah Metashare oh is I a had good that I've had this conversation but it wasn't the Liberty it was the same thing Metashare yeah. is the one you yeah. were probably talking about something like that but yeah, yeah but this one's Christian based and I, and I got it from you know my friends uh, Richie most of them uh, are. yes Richie, that's what, yeah, yeah 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 that and uh, he's like just answer the question just say yes and I'm like okay. So it's like, do you believe in Jesus? Yes. $9.95. Wow. wow. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, you, you say that because I, I, I saw something like that. And somebody said, oh, you should try this, blah, blah. So I called and they called me back immediately. And uh, so they're, um, they go through the whole spiel and they say, you know, we have to have to, you know, you have to be a Christian. I'm like, well, how do you know if I'm a Christian? I go, do you need a letter from my church or what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, no, we just asked you the question. Yep. And I'm like, okay. And uh, so I'm ending the call. I go, well, that sounds great. Well, let me th think about this and figure out where I'm going to be. And she goes, well, is there anything you'd like me to pray with you about? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> pray that I say yes. <laughs> I go, um, and dude, I grew up Southern Baptist, so I know how people pray for people and mm -hmm. the, the whole thing. And I was like, uh, no, I'm good. Thanks. I'm, I'm like doing a hundred miles an hour going to Tampa. And I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, no, I'm good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks. Pray for no and I kind of felt bad because I didn't have that lady pray for me. Yeah. No, she prayed for you. Yeah, regardless oh, of whether, whether, whether I did. There, yeah. she totally did. She prayed for you, not with you. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I, I kind of felt bad. Yeah. And then at drag racing, the Racers for Christ guys, Craig Garland, he's the uh, he's the track uh, you know yep. pastor. He prays with all the drivers mm -hmm. and stuff. I said, hey, go, hey, man. Um, is it, there are there anybody who doesn't want to pray with you know that, that blows you off? He goes, there's a couple. There's two. And I go, how does that make you feel? He goes, eh, what are you gonna do? I don't know. Yeah. And I, 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 you pray for him anyway. Yeah, and hope but, yeah. that uh, their souls saved because of your work. Exactly. Right. But it was funny. I was like, dude. And I pump him up every weekend. I know. I, I, you know that story, right? Uh -huh. So I pump this guy up. I'm like, man, you, today, today's going to be the best one. So he looks at me. I, I know the oh, story. Yeah. You told the story. <laughs> On yeah. Sunday, he looks at me. He goes, he goes, he shakes his head like he's getting ready to get in the ring. He goes, I'm feeling it today. Oh, nice. And, and he got up there. And even I'm standing next to Evan. He, Evan nudged me. He goes, dude. He's going to town on this prayer. I go, <laughs> I go. He's making that prayer his bitch. And Evan found it funny because he had never heard the story either. But man, oh. he looks at me. And he goes, "How was it?" I, I mean, he went on and on and on. He prayed, and I was like, <laughs> "I go, man. I got to be honest with you." He goes, one to ten. I go, dude, that was a twelve easily." He goes, "Yeah, man." And then they had a barbershop quartet sing the national anthem. Nice, it was unbelievable. Pre-race was great this weekend. Nice, Dude, man. Getting the Jesus in you seems to be awesome. It seems almost like yeah. a, like like an opioid. When that, I see yes. people that get the Jesus in them, oh, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Then they start doing the holy hop when they start dancing. <laughs> the holy Dude, hop. <laughs> you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yes. Dude, when, he, <laughs> when they found the, they, they find the Virgin Mary stained in the bathroom. <laughs> so great. And they turn into pastors. And he's like, oh, I got the Lord. I got the good that, Lord. That show's I got so the great. good Lord. He's going down on me. We we played, uh, we, oh <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. We play a uh, TV theme song trivia where you play uh, yep. TV theme song and you do it. And George loves the guy who plays the music in the truck. Loves Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And yeah. That was his last one. And this lady's like, huh. And I, as soon as I heard, I go, oh, there's I go. George loves this show. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. I go, let's see if you get this one. This is a hard one. It's tough. 
It's, it's, it's <laughs> some guy in the back is just screaming at her. It's always sunny. And you know when people yell, uh-huh. you're not hearing it. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Screaming. <laughs> I go, I go, just say what he said and you could win. And she goes, I can't hear what he's, I don't, I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> I, I, and he was wearing this big Nebraska hat. I go, hey, Scott Frost, why don't you come and whisper in her ear? He was like, that's too soon. Me? Too I know. Soon. Did he I, die? I, oh, UCF. Too soon. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's at. I forget to root <laughs> yeah. for UCF. My son graduated from UCF and is going back for his master's now. Nice. So nice, I, I feel like I should. How root old them, are you? I'm not old enough to have a kid that's gra- going back for his master's. No. I'm 42. Good lord. Yeah. Good lord. Four year old. It'd be 25 in October. Oh, ah. Lord. Yeah. You're going to be a grandfather soon. I hope. I mean, I can't wait. No. Oh, I like the kids. F man. that. I don't want to be a grandfather. Like I make fun of my cousins and friends. I like love you're a grandfather. Babies, old. Oh, I babies. do too. Babies, are I love cool. babies yeah. too. Like I think, I think, like we should have instead of a puppy mill, we should have a baby mill. Like you come home and play with babies. Just come play with the puppies. No, a, let's go play with babies. Nur- nursery or preschool. Yeah, puppy mills. Yeah. Puppy mills are the places that are like having a bunch of puppies that are like, like breeding together so they have all kinds of problems oh. it's a puppy mill yeah, oh. you don't want just, you don't want babies with places dogs. where you can go play with puppies puppy nursery. we should have babies baby i love babies like i'm a baby whisperer babies yeah. like, smell kids, nice. kids are drawn to me um because our iq and our height is usually about the same um but i get along i've always gotten along with kids like i've always thought that i was going to work on sesame street or something like that yeah uh when i was growing up and doing theater and stuff i was like that's what i'm gonna do so Jeff's got a very cute daughter, and she does. Oh, she's she, amazing. She looks at you like, oh, ah. God, he's on my same level. <laughs> Dude, like, it's, she it's, does. She just blows past me. She's like, eh, whatever with that guy. But look at Ali. She is all over you. I, I, she is so cute. Like, she looks like Cindy Lou Who. Yeah. Oh, she my does. God. Well, yeah. I mean, her mom has that kind of face, too. Yeah. So. It's like, oh, Literally. you're too cute. <laughs> <laughs> that was something I wanted to talk about, too, was um, how technology has changed. Um, you know, growing up and memories and stuff. Yep. Um, because, like, the other day, I got a thing on Facebook. On Facebook. This happened seven years ago. Right. And it was when Adriana was, you know, gosh, four. Yeah. And I've got recordings on my phone, mm-hmm. uh, video recordings on my phone of her at two singing and talking, and I get to hear that voice. I don't have any of that of me. No, you know, no, there was no, nothing no. like that. It's like, it's crazy. Like, unless you had, unless you had money. Where you could get the camera, you know, back then, uh, or somebody who had a good picture camera back in the day in the 70s. You didn't have anything. That's one of the things that really pisses me off is the fact that when I was in junior college, yeah, those pictures right there, the little square, you know, four by fours. That's me, buddy. In the Kodachrome. Always in red shorts, dude. My mom had something with red shorts. (laughs) When I was in junior college, and my mom still blames us for this, uh, my cousin Renee and I were living in this place, and we had... We had told the uh, electric company that we were going to be moving out the following month after our Christmas break. We are going to come back and move to a new place. Well, they took that as we're leaving now, so they shut off our electricity. Hmm. And so we're gone for two weeks at home. Well, the landlord, we had food in the fridge because we didn't know the electricity was going to be cut off. And it started to stink. So the landlord thought that we had moved out. This was an unfurnished apartment. All of our clothes was still in there, our beds, the the dining room table, all the stuff. We come home and it's gone. There's someone cleaning our apartment. I'm like, what the hell? What's going? And he just threw everything out in the street. And they threw everything. everything. They threw yep. they threw away all of my um, 
all of my baseball cards, all of my baby pictures, all of my yearbooks, yeah, all of them. And my most prized possession that I'm praying, uh, my cousin, if you're listening in Texas, uh, your dad, Moses, uh, had a picture of me and Roger Staubach when I was like three or four, and he's holding me. Um, and I was in Texas at the time, and Roger Staubach is holding me. And I had that picture there, and I don't have that picture anymore. That, yeah, there, there needs sad. to be. So I had a storage unit that I missed a bill on, and mm-hmm. uh, they like got rid of all of my shit and my stock, my Christmas stocking that my mother made while uh, she was like off of her feet at the in the end of pregnancy. Yeah, that that was gone because it was in a drawer uh, of one of my things, and I'm like, fuck, man. I mean, I would have like I it, had they let me know they were going yeah. to get rid of my shit. I would have been able to save my shit. Yeah. And had I had the balls back then, I would have sued her. Yeah. Like, you broke into my apartment and threw away all of my shit. Yeah. You owe me money. Like, lots of money. The The cards alone, my baseball cards alone, I had probably five grand worth of baseball cards there. Rookie cards, all that stuff, gone. Yeah, my dad, going back to the uh, having the camera, my dad was a huge like photographer. Like That was his hobby. Mm-hmm. And growing up he had the big super sports lenses and all this crap oh wow and uh he would take every year i mean he would take a bazillion pictures of everybody and uh i'm he, worried you're you're leaning against him like is, is, it, it, is, is it, it the glass <laughs> i'm sorry how awesome would that have been if oh had you broken the freaking no that wouldn't have been cool um that would not have been cool. So <laughs> it would have sucked. But the cool thing is the fish would live because I have another one right there. And it's oh all the God. same water. <laughs> I would have just been upset that this wasn't shot in slow-mo to see it. And we're talking about cameras. And we would have been right. So he, had, my dad would take pictures and every uh, he would create a, just a photo album. And he would just t- put the pictures in a photo album and then he'd write a poem for mm-hmm. each of us kids. And my mom, would she always tells us, your dad would write a poem on Christmas Eve night and he would write it and yeah and she's got a book of everything and that was like literally we woke up and started looking at our pictures and mm-hmm. uh I'd be p- playing soccer and football and I mean anything or wherever we were and we just relived the whole year and I still have it and it, or I, I moved awesome. so I don't know where it is but yeah man I look back at that thing and my kids have looked at it and they're like this is you. Look at your stupid hair, Dad. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I have pictures of it, it looking back at those things, how the styles were all like mm-hmm. I had sun deck, you know, uh, swimming trunks, you know, board shorts that I look back and go, dude, those were so cool. Lightning bolt oh, yeah. t-shirts, you know. Do you remember awesome. any clothing like like as a kid, like a baby? Like I remember, I vividly remember this and there's a picture of me with it, uh, but I had remembered that shirt before I saw the picture of it. Um, I remember I was probably two or three, but it was a clown. It was a it was a yellow shirt and it had a clown face, but the nose was rubber and it was like a squeaky noise, like a <laughs> no, like a, you could squeak it. It was That's a clown great. nose, so it stuck out. And I always, I vividly remembered that. And I remember my mom um, found some pictures after they threw away everything and found some pictures. Saw that I go, oh, "That's the shirt." That's my shirt. She goes, what are you talking about? I go, I vividly remember right. that awesome. fucking I don't shirt. remember that young, but I remember like my billabong jacket because oh, yeah. there was such a thing to get. Of course. And uh, my first pair of, of parachute pants. God, I remember. Those are the greatest. God. Much ridiculous. We, we, would go, we would go to uh, World of parachute Clothing pants. in, uh, in uh, Hendersonville, North Carolina. When we go every year, my, we would go up there into the mountains and hang out for Christmas time. And we'd come back. We'd go to World of Clothing. Oh, World of Clothing. Clothing, great. 
and we I'm gonna get you some 501 Levi jeans, <laughs> and I'll never forget being able to get a members only jacket. Oh man, that was the deal. Oh, I the members so only good. jacket. In my in my gray members only jacket. I thought I was the coolest one with these Levi pants that barely you know bent because they were the worst pants. Those were the ever. best pants. They do. They were <laughs> denim. Was denim. De- yeah. When that, you could buy a pair of jeans yeah. and have them for twenty five years. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yes. But yeah, yeah, they we would go there and we would stock up. And my mom's, you better get another size because I know you're probably going to hate growth spurt this year. But get another size up because we ain't coming back for another year. Did your mom really sound like that? Oh, yeah. She's, oh, from, yeah. she's from Jacksonville, which is basically uh, yeah, South, Georgia. South Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah that definitely. is. Hey, let me tell you something. And <laughs> she's like, she yelled at us. She's like, hey, you two, me and my brother doing stupid shit. They'd be like, you two don't know your butts from a hole in the ground. Get out there. Get out and mow that lawn. I ain't got time for this. Come on now. She's so, so weird. She's so my mom, ro- my mom's siblings, uh, the older ones have Southern accents right. because they were born and kind of raised a little bit in Georgia, like St. Simon's Island. Right. And then they moved to Florida. So the younger kids don't have that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. Thing. My mom, she, she go, I'm going to rip your arms off and beat you with the bloody end. Now get out there and shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> She'd kick us out. And I, oh, my God. Like, get out there and go play. I, I got things to do in this house. I don't want to see you two for another two hours. God, those must have been the yeah, oh, great. Man. Drinking out of hose pipes. Yeah. Um, we used to, like, my aunt, I remember my, my tia Maria would, would yell. Your like, what? Tia. You're right over there? My by aunt the way, stroke. By the way, tia I Maria. love when Latins do that. When Latinos, they'll be like, as soon as they hit a Spanish word, like, Dia, what did you just say? You, you have say, to say it right. Yeah, you can't you say don't. Tia Maria. No. Yeah, that's, you do. That, that's a new thing, man. When that I watch is not a new thing. When I watch newscasts and it's like, uh, literal no, 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 for like newscasters, that. yes, Hello, that is Bob a new host, thing. And we are broadcasting live from Nicaragua. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Nicaragua. No, you're broadcasting yeah. from Nicaragua. Yeah, yeah, if you're a newscaster, <laughs> yes, that is a fairly new thing. No, but, but even people even, do that. Even like, Latin you can't. No, come on. No, it's it sounds weird. Like it just like, just be authentic. Just say into it. Tia Maria. Yeah, yeah hey, so I was Maria. like, I wouldn't. Yeah, you're Tia Maria. You went Tia Maria. Dude, Tia Maria. Dude, you so, totally but went But she was it. mean, boy. She'd have that cigarette hanging out the side. In or out? In or out? Make a decision. We're like, uh, um, um, too late. You're outside. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great, though. But I do love it. I was watching Aaron Diver at the airport uh, yesterday. And I was watching the local news and whatever was going on in the local news. They had this, I, and I will watch local news anywhere just because I like looking at the sets. And you would think Denver, being a, a, a big city, would have a really good like ABC set. And mm-hmm. it, it looked like something from Ron Burgundy era. And they had some guy wearing some horrible three piece suit. And then they, they I mean, <laughs> and he probably was like in his 50s. And. He, I mean, had these horrible glasses on, but then he's, they surrounded with like four beautiful women and they all had the same like auburn color hair and they all had these huge like eyelashes, these big fake eyelashes and all this eyeliner on it. And I'm like, this is, it's 530 in the morning and this is your morning (laughs) news crew. I go and I'm like. And I'm talking to the to the some guy, the bartender at the Admirals Club, and I'm like, I go, doesn't this look weird? Because they got the same person, the, the the same person that's doing the traffic is the same person doing the weather, same person hosting and anchoring with this person. I go, mix in some blonde people or something. It was crazy, <laughs> but they um, but the lady who was doing the traffic, um, very attractive woman. Her name was Amelia Earhart, and I'm like going, what? I go, hey man. 
Is that her real name, Amelia Earhart? Because who would take that? Who would say, I'm going to be Amelia Earhart? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to go up in the weather chopper. Well, yeah, she, but she was, <laughs> she was in the studio. And uh, I mean, very attractive woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, she needs to be on TV, not in the helicopter. He goes, oh, yeah, man. She used to, she's a, a descendant of Amelia Earhart. And she does all these flies. She's already flown around the world twice by herself. Wow. Doing the whole thing. She used to be up in the helicopter, but they thought she was way too attractive. So they put her in the studio. I go, huh? <laughs> Amelia Earhart, I go, what? if you're Amelia Earhart, you've done all this stuff. You're going to be the traffic girl at 530 in the morning in Denver. I, yeah. go, I don't get it, but whatever. But Denver was, actually is a, is a small market, if I'm not mistaken. It yeah, is. I think it's it outside. I think Orlando is, is a higher bigger, market, bigger yeah, market. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was uh, I, I love looking at the sets and listening to talking heads in local it's, cities. It's, yeah. I, it it's drives the, me nuts anymore. Local news is so gross yes. these days. Oh, and one of the it. things that bothers me is that it would be cool if they did it with everything, but they do it with the Latin stuff where they're where they literally will like put on the accent oh, and, yeah. and do the vowels. It's all yeah. of the vowels. Yeah. Well, like the, it, it, the reason they do that is because they there are um, it's street cred. Well yeah and they, there are there's a Latinos are Latin, we, Latinos. we 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 bang a lot. Like there are a lot there's of a lot of now. Latinos. There's a lot yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And they're trying to but but there are also them. a lot of Chinese and they don't go Hondon Cha or whatever when they're saying something Chinese. They're not like, nearly no, the Hunan many. province. Dude, there are way more beaners than there are. There are uh, not. They are okay, well, in, this in, yeah. in, in this oh, country. In this country. That's yeah. what I'm saying. In yeah. this country, yeah. <laughs> like they're like, okay, we need to guys, we need to get the Latino market. Oh, that's so a, every that's now and then, you know, instead of saying you know, guacamole. Do you Why know don't about we throw that? some guacamole? Do you, do you know about how all that happened? What? what? You know what Arbitron is, right? Like Arbitron. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the Megatron. One? Um, <laughs> the, Nielsen's. So it's Nielsen's. Yeah. So there was a, there was in Texas, I believe there was a, a South American or Central American uh, congressman mm-hmm. who sued Arbitron and Nielsen because he said there wasn't enough representation of the Latin markets. But it was all done by the by population. Mm. So they were like, okay, we'll we'll change it. So they upped the Latin markets, mm-hmm. they the the amount that they were the books that they were sending to the yes. Latinos. And so now there's like a an un, it's a it's an uneven representation when it comes to the Latin markets. So that's why you see all of these like Telemundo and yeah. there's like Univision. 14 Univision. Hispanic uh, well, television stations a. and like five Latino music stations in every market now. Yeah, but they don't sell because there really isn't that market. Like you don't listen to uh, Mega or mm-hmm. any of those things. It's a weird thing to me. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem. I just when I when I torture my child, I, I will put uh, whatever that Mega station is the music is good and I will, we will listen to salsa and Even the people game. are awesome my favorite they, they actually i can i have one more thing yes they actually still do morning zoo the right, right way right, where there's right. like eight of them i yeah. oh yeah i'm yeah. a radio guy like i love radio sure and i hate the fact that they've taken like one guy that voice tracks for all of oh, florida I know. Oh, yeah. so i love the fact that every latino station has like nine yeah. people on in the morning yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and crazy. There's, one guy's job is just to have the thing go like in the background that's his whole gig i do these live remotes and they bring out all of these people we had one where there was a guy oh in a luchador God. mask that yes. like spoke through the leather luchador like it covered his mouth so it was like every time he's like, oh, like and i'm like what the what is that guy's function oh my god <laughs> that is the best my buddy arnie ellis um who's out in la now i know um, well you know Arnie. Yeah. Okay, Arnie had a great bit. I used to love it. Uh, hey, when this is Ar- I'm Arnie. Arnie hey, Ellis, hey, yeah. It's me. It's uh, Arnie. He had um, 
<laughs> he had a great bit. He probably still has it, probably. But he would talk about uh, 100.3, one, uh, you know, changed yeah. uh, into 100.3. And it was all Spanish. He goes, I'm using it to learn Spanish. <laughs> and it's working. The other day, I'm <laughs> watching TV. And from around the corner, I hear Fruit Loops. That was a Fruit Loop commercial. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> uh, but th- see, that's the whole thing. They, it, it, that's the, what we're talking about in reverse. It'll go fruit the loops. No, it's a fruit no, loop. it's fruit loops. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. See, well, from, from working out of Disney with all of the lad stations too, I know Disney, 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 Disney. Disney. That Desde must mean Disney. like live from Disney, right? <laughs> or, or I'm at Disney. Desde? Yeah, Desde, I Disney. I did, I got in trouble at uh, drag racing because we have to do all these hyped up intros. Yeah, mix up noise. I decided I'm going to do it in Spanish. I go, señores, señores, esto es sabido gigante. And I just start <laughs> spitting out every <laughs> Spanish word I could come up with. And I go, estoy tiempo, automobile de ha-ha. <laughs> Dude, Evan lost his mind. Jack DeFeo was, uh, Jack DeFeo, he was, he could not stop laughing. But I did it with such a straight face and I got to automobile de ha-ha. <laughs> It means day at Disney. Day, uh, yeah, day yes. at Disney. No, desde. Desde. Yeah. Oh. Desde los muertos. Dia de los... Um, That's the day of the by, day. By, uh, speaking of Sábado Gigante, there used to be a, a show on Sábado Gigante. Uh, uh, Johnny Canales would, would do this thing, and his, his it was a variety show. Right. And my, my Uncle Pete would, would um, he loved that show. So anytime I'd go see my cousin and we'd go hang out and play... That would be on the TV. Was that T.O. Pedro? His name was Pete. No, Pete. Uncle Pete. Pete. T.O. Yeah. Pedro. What was that short for? Uh, Pedro. I guess Pedro. I don't Pedro. Know. Okay. T.O. Pedro. I guess so. I don't know. Or, he, uh, Pete. I mean, we would always call him Pete. Or like his kids called him. Pete. Called uh, Mika and, and Pete. They called them by their first names, huh. which always just like, That's what? kind of crazy. That's weird. Yeah. Um, so, but we were there one time and it was in the middle of a, like a lightning storm. And uh, so we couldn't be outside playing. So we're stuck there. And I don't speak Spanish. I've never spoken Spanish. I know enough to get me into and out of trouble. Like I can pretty much understand. Yeah, me too. It. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I've got it. So I'm, we're there watching it. And, and, and uh, his big thing was he would bring up a new, like a, a new musical act. And he'd go, take it away. And they would, they would come in. Well, one time we're sitting there and Peter's watching. He's drinking his beer and he goes, all right, a super grand hello to uh, blah, blah, blah. Take it away. And lightning hit right then. Boom. TV goes. Dish. Pete puts his beer down. He goes, damn it. If that fucker didn't take it away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. When we were in Spain, my wife's like, I didn't know you spoke Spanish. And I was like, neither did I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But somehow or another. I can go to the store and ask for exactly what I want. I could get in a taxi and ask wherever I want. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I speak Spanish. Yeah, yeah, I speak. I speak enough so I can eat, so I don't die. Yeah, and yeah get I, back to where I need to be. I can pretty much understand it. I just don't speak it well. Yeah. Like this is what I sound like in Spanish. I am the equivalent of someone from Mexico coming here, going, eh, "Bathroom, please, where? <laughs> to yes. go, please, me." Yes, that's what I sound like speaking Spanish. Yeah, like it's so bad. That's why I don't like speaking Spanish. Like, I think I that if it. we could, if we could have uh, agreed upon a uh, sentence structure these mm-hmm. languages would sure. be easier oh to- yeah so we uh when i was going back to college it would go back to my going mother going back to college yeah college my mother college. like i went to georgia southern mm-hmm. for a year 1.9 gpa had to come back i went, to, <laughs> I, I went <laughs> my dad goes i ain't paying for you to party boy so i come home i go to valencia then i go to ucf didn't do my thing but at valencia 
my mom and I, and I come to find out my mom kind of did the same thing she got kicked out of her college because uh she w- tried to fill up the pool with beer cans her and her oh friends oh my god so my mom decides like in her 40s that she wants to go back to school and i'm like okay so she's asking me hey uh what i'm gonna give you my mom's voice hi what class are you taking this semester <laughs> and i'm like uh mom i gotta take these and you know there's these thank the, you by the way yeah these are the four i've got to take she goes hi well it says here i gotta take a spanish class and i go i'm taking spanish and uh you should probably get professor diaz she's really good i had her last semester that I have to take my next semester with her. So she's like, okay, I'll, I'll let me see what I can do. So she has basically <laughs> taken my schedule and registered for the same exact classes. I went to college with my mom at Valencia. Oh my God. There's a great Did she movie. do the triple Lindy? <laughs> I was going to say. Did she do the triple Lindy? Let me tell you. <laughs> my mom. My You're mom, a melon. Dude, she, <laughs> she, you talk about a cock block. It, there's there was a couple girls that I was like, oh, this is great. And they're like, is that your mom in class? I go, yep. And she goes, hey. I'm his mother. Y'all don't talk to him because he's got to get good grades because I'm paying for this school and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, my God, mom, really? What are you doing? <laughs> so we get in Professor Diaz's class and we have language lab and, uh, you know, we're doing the thing. But, my, you know, and we have headphones on and we have the little microphones on our thing and we're, you know, she's saying something that we're supposed to repeat then. Repeat then, por favor. So my... <laughs> my you sounded Irish. I know. Repeat the por favor. Por favor. <laughs> so uh, I can hear... I'm saying it, but then I can hear my mom because she's sitting right next to me it's like yo Kiero, <laughs> taco bello necesito hey sir i'm like mom I, you have to say it and i'm, I'm laughing hysterically and I'm, i've got my head like in the cubicle just shaking and sweating uh necesito y bocadillo y jamón y queso and i would have to do uh like uh, the, the dialogues with my mom because she's like, I, you and I are going to do a dialogue. We're going to practice tonight. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not practicing this dialogue. With <laughs> so the, as we're doing this, and, and every time I'm laughing and my mom, she's just trying her hardest. And Professor Diaz gets on the little button. She cues up my thing. She goes, Jason, and I go, yes. <laughs> She's like, you need to stop laughing because your mother has a better grade in this class than you do. <laughs> and I go, I don't know how. I, are you listening to this? Are you, you, and she starts laughing. She goes, that's your mother. And she thought it was the greatest. And we took two more semesters with her. But all the Spanish you think I learned in that none. class. None. Because I was laughing with my mother. It was great. No, but, it, you you have to be immersed in it in order yeah, to learn. Totally, it. you gotta be around it and talk it all the time, and not the book Spanish because no. it's not like in no. Immokalee, There were so many people that got C's and D's in Spanish because they were teaching the proper Spanish, right. and that's not Spanish that you talk. Yeah, Mexican so, Americans go to night school and take Spanish <laughs> and get a B. <laughs> wow, nice. little teacher Chong, yeah, that nice is good. man, that was awesome. Um, that whole song (laughs) and many other Cheech and Chon songs. The best is that he's got a brother-in-law named Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) You do know him all. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Dave's not here, man. I grew up on Cheech and Chon. You know what's funny, Ali, is that I grew up wanting to be a comedian. That's what I wanted my job to be. Totally. My entire childhood, all I did was pay attention to music and comedy. The music route I went down, but Mm -hmm. the comedy route I never went down because I never felt like I could punch. I could never I could never like take a joke and 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 make it happen. Yeah, but you can still be a like an appreciate, like you can appreciate comedy. Totally, you can do that. I yeah. love comedy. Because I, I, I like comedy I, when I was now. when I was young, that's all. That's all I did was like listening to um, uh, Robin Williams live at the Met. 
I, I used to live. I used to have that memorized. Yep. Eddie Murphy's Delirious and Raw both. Uh, yeah. Um, Although it's funny Richard because Pryor I had live cassette the cassette tape. So it, before uh, Delirious, yeah. it was Eddie Murphy comedian. Comedian, but it's yeah. the same exact stand up. Almost. It's there's not, a little bit. There's different. Yeah. Boogie. GI Joe. But, but, but the boogie yeah. in your butt. And G.I. Joe was swimming in the water. Yeah, I remember that. And then a big brown shark came. Yes, man. I used to, I, dude, I used to have those tapes memorized, yeah. man. Oh. I've thought about becoming a cover comedian, like going up how and doing funny would that raw, I had, like front to back doing raw. How funny would that be? I had, I actually had a bit I was going to do on oh stage. God, it's like, how come brilliant. we don't have any, you know, tribute band? Like we have tribute yeah. bands everywhere. How come we don't have tribute I really comics? like, I've considered doing That's that. That's the funniest idea ever. There I was a guy, do... there was a comedian out at, uh, a performer, I want to say, out at The Villages. Mm -hmm. um, this was the first time I, I performed at The Villages for Bonkers. And by the way, it was awesome because... Um, when I get there, the guy comes out and talks to me, the host, and he's running the whole thing. He's like the big shit in, in the villages, the older. Right. Oh, well, yeah. that's who you know, Michael thing. Scooter Miller so, is now. That's he's him, the man. shit in there. He, um, he's the king out there. Uh -huh. Dude, he comes up and he goes, all right, so uh, have, you, have you played here before? I said, no, I've never played here. I've been here before, but I've never played here. Then he goes, all right, now remember, this is a clean show. Sorry, what? Yeah, it's clean. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, yeah, it a You're telling me five minutes before I go on that this is going to be clean? I don't have 30 minutes to clean. Well, how much time do you have? That sentence I just said, right. that's it. That's all I got. Like, I, I can try to clean it up. Well, don't say, you know, just don't cuss. You'll be fine. I go, no, 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 no. no. Some of my jokes, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if I don't cuss. It, it's still bad. Yeah. But that guy, like, that was a rough Oh my god, I had to keep editing the whole time in my head. Rough. Clean comedy um, sucks. Ugh. So this guy was a George Carlin cover guy. That's awesome. That's tough. he did. He had the he had the uh, the ponytail. He had the hump like the little you know the mm -hmm. way he hunched over and stuff. He was good. Like did he, he had do a the good. Whole, did he do George Carlin material? Oh yeah, it was all oh Carlin. God, he awesome. did oh, Carlin's awesome. material, yeah. Carlin's jokes, and had his. His patter down, his rhythm, um, everything, dude. He was a, an impressionist, basically, but he did his stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. That's, I'm yeah, telling you, good. that's a good idea. Yeah. That was great. It was great. Because I can memorize other people's comedy. Yeah, well, I think easy. I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to be an Eddie Why Murphy stand-up. There was a, there be like, there's a real faggot sitting on top of the <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, that might have, uh, we yeah. might have to back there are that some one up things to there, 1985. There are some <laughs> things that don't, don't keep, they can't stand oh, the test man. of time. You listen to that stuff and you're like oh he could have never ever never no no no, no no with that no um there was a there was a, a thread right now on one of the one of the facebook posts for uh uh groups for comedy uh comedians and they're like how do you feel about people writing jokes for other comics how do you feel about that oh, that's awesome. and a lot of people are like you know a lot of comics are like dude yeah it's great some of the biggest names have teams of of writers for their stuff uh jay moore his last special was written by his wife yeah and his wife, wife was like, yeah that's crazy shit that's crazy uh -huh. but it, it, they were she was like um i didn't tell you to add that this is the timing do it this way yeah and and i was like dude i would love a writer yeah. i have performed for the majority of my life i'm a much better performer than i am a writer dude it take it take you can attest to this it takes 10 years to get an hour set it's a, and, a long and time. And the, these guys are coming out with one every couple of years. You one have year. to. You have to be a uh, one a year. You have to be either a gift from God, mm -hmm. or you have to have other people helping you write those yeah. jokes. It has yeah. to happen. Yeah, like uh, Louis C.K. All the biggies are doing their own year. But see, when you get to that point, you, you think have... Louis C.K. writes that entire? Year oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they do. What about Bill Burr? 
I think Bill Burr does. Yeah? Um, That's crazy. But the reason is... What else are they fucking doing? Well, yeah, exactly. That's you know what I mean? Job. That's their job. Yeah, but I mean, still, it's a lot of fucking, an it hour is. of material is a but lot of But if you're working material. it, these guys go up all the time at, at the store uh, in LA. They do. The funny, you know, they're doing it all the time, working on new bits, yeah. new jokes, new jokes, new jokes. And then it really isn't that, especially when you get to that part in your career you're that good yeah. you tell one story kevin hart tells three the, that's stories the one for thing that those guys, that's the one thing those guys do they're storytellers and they're so not, they can come not, up with a uh, bit they could tell a story that's 15 minutes right there right yeah the, what, what do they call what do they call it something set punch uh just a setup uh yeah, so yeah like set up punch they're not those yeah. kinds of comedians no no no, no. They're, they're not joke tellers, tellers. Yeah. but but within their stories they have jokes yes like that's what makes you that keeps you interested in that story yeah. so kevin uh you watch crashing though i mean oh yeah yeah he bill burr takes the guy's joke and uses it on stage that yeah night. <laughs> yeah you always do that yeah we give we touch up jokes all the time yeah. i give people tags all the time yeah. like i hear a joke and go Oh, this would have been good too. Yeah. Here's something if you yeah, want it, yeah, keep yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I gave a joke to a buddy of mine because it could never work in my set. I could never get it to work. Um, it just wasn't my style, but I thought of it. You said you were dunking on somebody? Yes. Uh, <laughs> dick. Um, but it's his style. Yep. So I had a joke that I, I tried probably a handful of times and it got some laughs, but it never really hit as hard. So I gave it to him, but it was a thing of how you ever notice how all air guitars are always in tune? Like they're never out of tune. You never hear somebody go. Bah! Wait, hold on. Ding, 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 ding. I wonder ding, how he's uh, the other guy. So, does it. And so he does I it. I said, dude, this is so. Fr- <laughs> I hate you so much. I said, this is really, this is really your thing. And he, you know, he turned it into his own thing. It was great. Well, but yeah, yeah that's kind give- of you. That, that I think that's a little too cheesy. After watching your set, that's yeah. that's a little too cheesy for your set. Yeah, right. it, it doesn't, doesn't fit. Doesn't fit me. Yeah. So I was like, oh. I like that joke, but I could not That's, like you couldn't go up on stage and go, man, I just flew <laughs> yeah. in from Los Angeles. My yeah, arms yeah. are tired. You couldn't get away with that. Steven no. Wright does it. It's fucking it's hilarious. Fucking hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm tired of talking, guys. I'm tired really? of talking. Are you done? Are we I'm, done? I think I'm done, man. I'm done. Well, I will say this. We uh, did not uh, beat last week's time, but we came damn close to doing Really? So. Yeah. Hour what? 25. Hour wow. 20. Damn it. I thought it was longer than that. Damn, nice. It's, uh, Good work, gentlemen. We got to keep doing this more often. We're, we're, we're skipping, and, you know, the eight fans that are listening, we, are they, they deserve it? more. They, they're demanding They deserve it? more so Ali i was talking you. about scheduling yeah i think schedule? i need to schedule something and we get going if we get over into double digit listeners maybe we'll do them once a week you never know yeah um but in order for that to happen you guys need to listen you need to tell your friends and your friends friends and your family and your mom and yeah. dad, whomever tell them all to listen to two fat dads podcast don't forget to find us on facebook uh two fat dads podcast you can find us on instagram at two fat dads uh podcast twitter twitter don't forget that at two fat dads podcast Pod. Um, you can find J Lo. Find me. I, I cut off Twitter. I don't I don't do it. You're not anymore. done with Twitter. I'm done with Twitter. I you do get- Instagram and and Facebook, and that's enough for me. But you can find me on there, comedic actor. You can find J Lo, Mister All Access on Facebook. Boom. There you go. JT. You can find him at your local Walmart or an Aldi or something. I All do right. good Aldi. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>